0: Today, I'm whipping up some bacon, egg, and cheese turnovers for a quick lunch out on the farm with Nick. Then, we're headed to a potluck dinner at my friend Niall's house, and I'm bringing some of my favorite Midwest dishes with a twist, like my beautiful 8-layer salad loaded with sweet squash and farro, chewy halva magic bars, and for an after-dinner pick-me-up, sweet peanut butter mochas. Hey, this is me, Molly i I'm a cookbook author and food blogger. This is my husband, Nick. And this is our home, our farm on the North Dakota, Minnesota border. The place where I eat, sleep and breathe food. My food is a delicious mix of my Chinese and Jewish heritage and a taste of the Midwest. Potlucks are huge around here. Everybody brings dishes to share and you end up with a feast. Today my friend Niall is hosting and I'm gonna be bringing a salad, a dessert and a drink. But first I'm gonna whip up a quick lunch that Nick is going to love. My bacon, egg, and cheese turnovers are one decadent little meal in a handheld flaky pastry. I'm starting with the best part, the bacon. I'm crisping it up in my pan. Now, while this continues to crisp, I'm gonna whip up some eggs. I'm gonna scramble four eggs with some mozzarella cheese that's gonna get really melty inside of these pastries. They're so good. Scrambled eggs are great, but they're kind of hard to eat out on the farm when Nick is working, so this way he can have them in handheld form. Now I'm gonna add some shredded mozzarella. It's gonna make these eggs creamy and gooey. And I'm also gonna chop up some chives for a nice pop of freshness. I'll pour these right in. Okay, I'm gonna check on my bacon now. Oh, it's looking great and really crispy, just the way I like it. Okay, I'm gonna transfer this to a paper towel to drain any excess grease. And I'm gonna use the bacon fat that's in my pan to cook my eggs. Now I'm gonna cook these eggs until they're just set. I do not want to overcook them because otherwise they'll get dry. And even if they're a tiny bit undercooked, that's okay, because once they get put into the puff pastry and baked, they'll complete their cooking. My eggs are looking great. I'm going to remove them from the heat, and I'm going to transfer them to a bowl so they don't continue cooking in the pan. Now I'll season with salt and black pepper. And I love hot sauce on my scrambled eggs. So I'm going to add a few shakes of that. And I'm also going to add some scallion cream cheese, which will add great creamy tanginess. And now I'll get my puff pastry. My puff pastry has thawed overnight in the fridge so that it's soft and easy to work with. And I'm gonna roll it out onto my work surface. And I'm gonna dust my surface with some flour so that the puff pastry doesn't stick. I love puff pastry. It's so buttery and flaky. Whenever I eat these, I end up with crumbs all over my body, but it's worth it. Okay, I'm going to roll this out until I have a 15 by 10 rectangle, and that's going to make it so that I can have six big squares. This recipe is a mashup of two of my favorite things, bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches and maracas, which are a pastry that's common throughout the Middle East. I first had them in Israel, and they were filled with potatoes and veggies and cheese. They're so good. This rectangle is looking good. Now I'm gonna cut this into two rows of three squares. So first I'm gonna divide it in half along the equator and now I'll divide it into thirds vertically making sure I have perfect squares. Okay now I'll transfer my squares to my baking sheet that I've lined with parchment paper so that they don't stick. I'll evenly space these out and now I'm ready to assemble. So to assemble these I'm first gonna add a schmear of scallion cream cheese. The best cream cheese in my opinion. I'm just adding a thin layer of I don't wanna add too much filling, otherwise they might start leaking out in the oven. Okay, next I'm gonna add some bacon, which I'm just gonna rip up with my hands. And I'm adding the bacon underneath the egg so that the bacon doesn't poke through the puff pastry when I fold it over. Okay, next I'm gonna add some of my scrambled egg mixture. Oh, these are gonna be delicious. Go ahead, make a big batch. These reheat beautifully in the toaster oven or the microwave. You can keep them in the freezer. Now to seal these up I'll make an egg wash, I'll just crack an egg into a little bowl, I'll add a tiny splash of water and then I'll whip it up. And then I'll brush this around the borders which will act like the glue to hold the turnovers shut. Now I'll fold these over and then pinch the edges to seal them shut. And I want to pinch the edges well so that they don't open up in the oven. It's okay if at this point they look a little rustic because the magic of puff pastry is that in the oven it's going to puff up and look beautiful no matter what. So now before these go in the oven, I'm gonna brush the tops with egg wash, and that's gonna help them get golden and shiny. And then it's also gonna help my topping stick. I'm gonna sprinkle the tops of these with Everything Bagel Topping. Mmm, these are so fun. Okay, now these are gonna bake at 375 for 30 minutes until they're golden brown and puffy. These puffed up perfectly. Look at those layers. They are gonna be so flaky and buttery and good. I can't wait to eat these. Okay, I'm gonna pack these up and I'll pair them with a little bit of ketchup. They're so cute. Okay, I better get these out to Nick. He must be starving. He's always starving. I hope you're hungry. I made bacon, egg and cheese turnovers. This looks awesome. Oh my goodness. This is perfect. (laughs) This is so fun, so are you gonna help me scout the field? Mm Mm-mm. I have to go back in and continue cooking for tonight's potluck. Okay. (laughs) Work up an appetite, because we're gonna have a feast tonight. Will do. Bye. Thank you. A friend of mine is having a good old Midwestern potluck, and any potluck around here needs bars. So I am making my halva magic bars. They're chewy and sweet and literally magic because they're all made in the same pan. I just add every ingredient to the pan and bake it. So I'm starting with a pan that's been greased and then lined with parchment, and greasing it helps the parchment paper stick. I'm gonna add a stick of butter, and I'm gonna melt my butter directly in the pan. I'll stick this in the oven for a few minutes, and my oven's already preheated at 350. And while this melts, I'll gather my remaining ingredients. I've got some graham crackers here and pistachios, and I'm gonna crush up my graham crackers. I'll just put them in a bag, and crush them up. Looking good. I'm gonna check on my butter now. Perfect. I'm gonna swirl my pan around to make sure that the butter gets all over the bottom. And then I'll scatter my graham cracker crumbs all over the butter. And I'll use my spatula to spread it around evenly. You don't have to worry about packing this down like an actual pie crust, it's just one of the layers. Now my next layer is gonna be a cup of chopped dark chocolate. I like using dark chocolate here because the other ingredients are really sweet, so the dark chocolate adds a nice balance. Traditionally, Magic Bars have butterscotch chips and chocolate chips, but instead of butterscotch chips, I'm using one of my all-time favorite foods, halva. Halva is a Middle Eastern candy that's made of sesame and sugar, and it's a little bit crumbly, a little bit flaky, kind of fudge-like, totally addictive. I'll sprinkle this all over. And halva is available at a lot of grocery stores or specialty stores, or you could also order it online. Next, I'm gonna add some chopped, salted, toasted pistachios. I love the green color that this is gonna add. You need something salty, too, to balance out all of the sweet ingredients in these bars. The pistachios complement the halva really nicely, and I just love pistachios so much. Next, I'm gonna hold everything together with my sweetened condensed milk. First, I'm gonna pour a little bit out over the bars just to make room for my extracts so that I can have space in the can to mix it up. And now I'm gonna add some vanilla extract and rose water, which goes so incredibly with the pistachios and the halva and the coconut. That's gotta be like my favorite flavor family ever. And I'll mix this up right in the can. If you don't have rose water in your pantry, don't worry about it, it's optional. Now I'll pour the on evenly all over the top and it's just gonna soak down into all the cracks of the ingredients and hold everything together. Mm, I love these. And now I'll sprinkle on sweetened shredded coconut. And this gets all toasty in the oven and gets gorgeously brown and it adds great texture. Okay, I'll spread out my coconut and now I'll finish these off with some dried rose petals. They're really pretty. And these will also complement the rose water that's in the sweetened condensed milk. Now I'm going to bake these at 350 degrees for about 25 minutes until the edges are golden. And when they bake, everything is going to melt together and form this flavor party that is so good. And that's it. Almost no cleanup. That is my kind of potluck dessert. My halva bars have cooled completely. They came out beautifully. And now I just need to cut them into squares and then pack them up for the potluck. I'm going to score them first so that I can know where to cut with my knife. And now I'll go the other way. Okay, and now I'll use my knife to chop them up. Oh yeah, these are looking great. And I'll grab my container and I'll pack these up. And I feel like every good Midwesterner has a collection of sturdy containers specifically for potlucks. Oh no, one of these won't fit. Mmm, it's chewy and sweet and nutty. And there's this great crust all around the outside. Okay, my friends are gonna be so into these bars. Nick and I are heading to our friend's Midwest-themed potluck tonight, and I can't wait to taste everyone's dishes and get the town dish. Seven-layer salads are a classic potluck staple around here. So I'm making my version. It's got eight layers, gotta go big. It has salty prosciutto, sweet squash, a creamy basil dressing, all on a bed of farro. To start, I'm peeling my squash so that I can roast it. And now I'll chop it in half to get the seeds out. And now I'll scoop out the seeds. Mm, squash always reminds me of the fall. And I just love how sweet and hearty it is. It goes beautifully with prosciutto. And now I'll chop this into three quarter inch cubes. The classic seven layer salad has hard boiled eggs, bacon, iceberg lettuce, shredded cheddar. And so my version, I subbed out some of the ingredients for some of my favorite salad ingredients but I couldn't choose just seven, so that's why there's eight. Okay, I'm gonna get this onto my sheet pan now. I'm gonna drizzle this with some olive oil. This will help it get crispy and browned. I'll season with salt and pepper, and then a tiny bit of heat goes nicely with squash, so I'm gonna add a few pinches of crushed red pepper. I'll toss this to combine, and now I'll roast this at 400 degrees for 25 minutes until it's cooked through. And while the squash roasts, I'll make my creamy basil dressing and prep my other seven layers. This dressing is such a lovely way of showcasing fresh basil. And the flavor of the basil goes so well with all of the other elements in the salad. I'm gonna start with one cup of plain Greek yogurt, and then I'm gonna add half a cup of mayo, and that adds creamy richness to the yogurt. Next, I'll add a little zing with some Dijon mustard, and then some acidity with some white wine vinegar. Okay. now I'll finely chop two cloves of garlic, and the acidity from the yogurt and the vinegar are gonna mellow out the garlic really beautifully. This garlic is gonna make this dressing pop. Okay, and now for the star of the show, the fresh basil. I could smell basil all day long. It's so good. I think the basil might be my favorite part of this salad. Okay, I'm gonna finally chop this, and then a few leaves I'm gonna save for the top of the salad. I'll just dump this into the bowl. Now I'll season my dressing with salt and pepper, and then I'll mix it all together. Okay, let me give it a taste. Mmm. mm. mm. It's so creamy, and that basil flavor is delicious. I'm gonna check on my squash now. The squash looks great. I'm gonna see if a fork pokes easily into it. That's how I know that it's tender. Oh yeah, that's good. I'm gonna let this cool while I prep my remaining layers. The bottom layer of my salad is gonna be farro, which is a hearty, chewy grain. I've cooked it in some stock, which will infuse it with some flavor. And now I'm gonna toss it with some olive oil to prevent it from sticking together. I want beautiful individual grains. And then I'll season with salt and pepper. It's important to season every layer of the dish. I'll toss this around. Now another layer of my salad is gonna be chopped shallot. It'll add nice crunch. I'll finely chop this. I know I said that the basil was my favorite part of the salad, but I think it's actually the prosciutto. And prosciutto is one of those indulgences that I don't often buy, but when I make this salad, it's a good excuse to get it. I'm gonna cut this into small pieces now. Prosciutto is salty, cured ham, and it's thinly sliced, and it's gonna go really nicely in this salad. I should probably taste it to make sure it's okay. Yeah, hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm, prosciutto. I love you. Look at these gorgeous colors and the flavors are gonna go so well together. Now, the only thing I have left to do is layer it up. I'll start with my farro. It's a nice, hearty base. I'll top it with a big old pile of baby kale. It adds a hint of bitterness, some tender sweet squash, halfway there. Layer four is my prosciutto and then chopped shallots, my creamy basil dressing, a bunch of shaved Parmesan, yum and toasted sliced almonds add great crunch on top and nuttiness. I'm so pleased with this. I love how you can see all eight layers. Now to finish this off, I'll garnish with a few leaves of fresh basil and one more crack of black pepper and I'm all done. Looks great. I'm ready to go to the potluck. Nick and I are about to head to our friend's house for a potluck dinner. I just need to make the last thing that I'm bringing. I'm gonna make my peanut butter mocha mix. I'll prep the dry mixture here, and then assemble the drinks at the party with warm milk. And I'm just dumping everything into a cute jar. I'll add two tablespoons of espresso powder, four tablespoons of unsweetened cocoa powder, chocolate and coffee, what's not to love, and now four tablespoons of peanut butter powder, which is one of my favorite ingredients. And I love it because you can add peanut butter flavor in powder form. Now we'll sweeten this with two and a half tablespoons of sugar. And this mix is a really great gift too. You can make it in cute jars and mail it off to friends. I love homemade drink mixes. And now we'll just shake this to combine. Okay, I think the guests are gonna love this. I have some whole milk to heat up to add my mixture to. And then I'm also going to top it with a dusting of cinnamon and a sprinkle of coarse turbinado sugar, which will add nice sweetness and crunch to the top. And that's it. How cute is that? Good, good. Welcome. Come in. Hi, you guys. Hey. Oh, hey. Everything looks amazing. Did you make that casserole? Yes, I did. I've got to have a casserole at a potluck. Got to. Yes. Yes. These bars look incredible. Thank you. It's delicious. Should we eat? Yes. Niall, thank you for hosting. I'm happy to host. <laughs> Those are some great buns, Heather. They're our best buns. Partners. Make sure you dig all the way down to the bottom uh, because there's eight layers. What? I love how we managed to end up with so much food. It's all so good. Can I get your help with my peanut butter mochas? Yes, I'd love to. Each of them, we're going to get a little sprinkle of cinnamon and some turbinado sugar. Cinnamon smells heavenly. <laughs> right? We've got peanut butter mocha. Oh, Is wow. It everybody awesome. We should do potluck's more often. OK. <laughs> Our house next time. (laughs)